Hey, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Milo here with Wednesday's episode. Today we got Rose and Thorn. We have uh, what we are streaming. We also have a new segment. Come on, bro. And uh, we break down top five or, uh, well, even more so, uh, top uh, women in our lives that have uh, been influential uh, trying to celebrate uh, International Women's Day and give credit and pay homage to the uh the women that have uh that have made us who we are so stay tuned and i don't know maybe have some tissue sandy peace all right everybody welcome to episode 22 of milo and rome it is wednesday sorry we weren't here monday um we had some stuff come up uh Rome, do you wanna do you wanna speak on what happened that we couldn't do Monday? Uh, I'll, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. Uh, um, so, uh, uh, Rome had a, a case of the SBs, the uh, the shitty shitty butt cheeks, and uh, we we couldn't be on. So, I mean, I know that it was a hard time for you and i or was just wanted, it like a slippery time like because if I, I got the if i got the uh the muddy butt cheeks what you call it the uh the the shitty butt cheeks oh and oh, I so i mean i just want to let you know that i stand with you or sit and uh yeah but uh uh anyways uh back to wednesday back to wednesday here's what we got for you today we got rose and thorn of course we got self-care what we're streaming maybe we got top five it was international women's day monday the 8th and so we do want to shout out some of the women in our lives that um that have been influential have helped us get through tough times that have um helped us with everything in our lives become the people who we are and so we do want to recognize them and then uh we also have another little kind of segment that we're going to throw in uh called come on bro uh so we're going to do that as well too so uh without further or further ado further ado freddie ado without freddie ado we uh here we go uh rose and thorn do you you want to go first or you want me go first okay so rose um rose i guess for me is kind of being like dude i've been i been, I was like another i was a tumbleweed again this weekend uh or this like past like these past few days so wednesday thursday and wednesday thursday right wednesday night thursday day afternoon i was up in othello hanging out with uh with my fam up there which um i don't know why i always think about it this way but like i always think about like in cowboy times like you know when like the outlaw or like the bad guy had to like skedaddle out of town and like get free and like go to his hideout in like mexico like that's where they always ran for you know like they always like they rob the bank and then where they go they go to mexico like let's make a break for mexico lay low for a couple days you know and not that i robbed a bank or anything but i just feel like othello is my mexico like it's like my my getaway 
like get out of get out of town lay low for a couple of days so made it up there hung out with uh hung out with the homie gib shout out gib hung out with uh with uh the kids and the kids are the kids are fucking awesome dude the kids are fucking awesome it was, it was crazy like i they're old enough to where and there's three of them to where they like kind of like they kind of were like took care of themselves in a way uh which kind of just shows like how like good parents like uh gabriella and gibby have kind of been to them i i, I uh, sleep on the couch and so i woke up and they had to go to they had to go to school thursday oh. and so i could hear them like in the morning and like one of them was making breakfast the other one was kind of getting things ready and they were all three like getting themselves prepared to go to school and they like got themselves up got themselves dressed got themselves out the door like on time to like make it to school and then walked themselves all the way home after school and uh, by that time like we were already up like had gotten like to get lunch and stuff and then uh they would come in and just immediately start doing the things like their like normal everyday thing like they're picking up the trash they're like picking up like i felt bad because i had left like my hat and glasses and stuff like on the table (laughs) and they're like picking up after me they're like is this yours and i'm like yeah they're like okay your keys in your hat i'm gonna put them on the on the key ring like where they go you know (laughs) and they're like making themselves lunch and doing their homework like i was like dude like this is the fucking life (laughs) i was not this good i was not i did not have the like routine down these kids are fucking crazy man is it Uh, is it because are they are they like i only see stuff happening like that whenever i get like i guess the positions like that is because i was smacked up the day like two days before (laughs) and this is why i'm so good for the most part you know oh so are they always like that i don't i don't i've never been there on a school day (laughs) i've never been there on a school day it's always weekends but that was just a school day it was the first time i've seen like the daily routine and they nailed it dude they nailed it so shout out to the little ones um and then let's see so then from there so like othello if othello's by mexico well then like in the wild west there was like dodge city too like dodge city was the spot where it was all happening like you know where there was like like nightlife and there was like you know restaurants and there was like like if you wanted to get in a fight you fucking could like if you want if you were looking for trouble if you're looking to meet up with the posse like you meet up in dodge city and then rob the bank and then make it to mexico so then from there i go to seattle and go kick with you guys which now has kind of become like my dodge city you know like the big city you make it there like you can make it anywhere yeah <laughs> so i was up there with y'all uh you know had a fun time up there and then um you know just kind of kicked it and came back to othello saturday for the baby shower uh shout out donna with um you know the little one kind of on the way almost here you know another uh, another couple months or so and you know we'll have another we'll have another uh another little franco in the mix to uh to kind of watch grow up so is she having a baby or a, a girl or a boy she's having a boy she's having a boy which is you know uh like a, a grandson one of the one of the things that that they're definitely looking forward to uh mm-hmm. they got three granddaughters you know three little francos running around uh, a couple of Laughlin, but all granddaughters and uh, now a uh now you know a little baby boy on the way so it's gonna be it's gonna be sick man it's gonna be cool so that was definitely a rose. And then Sunday, um, dude, Sunday got to do something incredibly fucking normal. Sunday, 
little homegirl Lovey, um, who I've known since she was, I want to say like four or five, like the first time I ever met her, like we were playing softball up in Wenatchee and uh, Donna showed up with Lovey just kind of watching the games and kind of hanging out. And, um, and me and Lovey just kind of like hit it off. Like I'm pretty good with kids, you know? And so I'm all pissed off because we had just lost and it's hot and we got to stay because, you know, my uncle's playing. So we want to watch. And <laughs> there's this little girl like sitting next to me that like, not that she's like just bugging me, but she's just like, Hey, like, who are you? Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you wearing that? Why this? Why that? And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, but I, <laughs> yeah. she's just so like such a cute little, like, personality that I, I just she just broke me like um, immediately bro like immediately like fell in love with this little kid and like she's awesome she's awesome and her name is lovey but i got to she's uh 14 now gonna be 15 this november uh and she had a she had a softball game on sunday a couple so i went to go watch all right, man, we've had some technical difficulties, but actually my lovely story. Uh, so, yeah, so I went to go watch her pitch on Sunday and in the first in the first three innings, there's three there's nine possible outs. Uh, how many strikeouts do you think homegirl had? Four. Ten. Ten. She had 10, nine, she had 10, nine possible outs. She had 10 strikeouts. So it seems impossible, but it's possible. So the way it happens is like, um, if you strike somebody out, but your catcher doesn't catch the ball and it gets kind of like behind them mm-hmm. and the, the runner, it's like drop third strike. So the runner can run to first. And if they make it there before the catcher throws them out at first, then they're safe but it still counts in the book as a strikeout. And so that was the only runner that she allowed in three innings. And uh, yeah, so she, and then the next per- batter came up and she struck him out, one, two, three. What <laughs> yeah. the hell? So she, nine possible outs and homegirl ended the first three innings with 10 strikeouts, bro. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Is, that, is that like put into the books worthy? Like, are they going to... Uh... The, it's, it was a, it's for school, right? No, it's uh, just like, um, like, uh, it, it's, it can't even be like it's just like something. kind of like get together and play a couple of games. Oh. But, um, that was part of my rose was like getting to watch her do that. But what was normal about it was that it was a packed, a packed park. Like everybody was there. Like it was championship Sunday, like, you know, all four fields going at the same time. There's music playing, there's kids running around. There's like parents, like, you know, the parking lot's full, no place to find parking. Oh man, it was great. it was great to just kind of be in that atmosphere and, uh, and have that done. So yeah, man, all around, uh, all around good weekend. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's my, that's my rose. Dude. I think like I've only been to, I think with you, I went to Othello once to a softball like matchup or meet, whatever. Um, tournament. Tournament. And there was just hella people. Like it was dope. Like everybody was just chill. I mean, like people were arguing like on the field, like, you know, the, the hype of the game and shit. And then like just in between, like, because they like, there's three or four um, fields going on at the same time, but everybody's yep. just either watching or just like drinking, yeah. having a good time, barbecuing, eating. Everybody's just chill, bro. And it's just like, fuck this is like probably the sickest like 
way to get together is softball games. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you came to a good tournament too. You came to Chicano State where there's the DJ. Like we got like dude, had Sunday morning. We had a home run derby Saturday, and we just kicked it, man. That's that's my favorite tournament like of all time to play. And so uh, it's so it's so relaxed. It's so chill. And um, and there's rumors. There's rumors that this year is supposed to be like the biggest year of all time. That uh, are supposed to have like multiple divisions that, that we've already had. But now I'm hearing like rumors of like co-ed division of like a women's tournament going on at the same time, which I mean, dude, it'd be just, just be an all out party, bro. Be an all out party. I know we're going to have to like rent out like a hall or something and throw like a, throw like a fake quinceanera for somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's going to be 15 that day. I don't know who the fuck it's going to be. I think it might be me. Dude, that'd be fucking hella funny. Yeah, yeah, but that's um, that's uh, that's my rose, man. Uh, just uh, being nice. uh, being a tumbleweed, getting to go, like I said, getting to getting to run to Mexico, getting them back over to Dodge City, and then uh, and then uh, of course back to Mexico, and then back home, man. But yeah, shout out, uh, shout out everybody, shout out the Francos out there, shout out a uh, little homie, little Franco on the way, and uh, shout out, uh, shout out y'all up there in Seattle, man. Yeah, cool, sick. Uh, well, fuck my rose. Last week I was talking about um, getting a cricket and pretty much just learn how to make shirts and everything like that. And I got the cricket and I made a shirt. And so I think that's just like, like how we're talking with, um, like having the blank canvas. Like it's so fucking. It's there's just the possibilities are in it that it makes it more frustrating or you know because. Mm-hmm. The thing that I made, there's like a bunch of, so I cut it out and everything and it's a bunch of weeding. Like I got to take out all these little parts to it and like it's mm-hmm. tedious work, but it wasn't um, as bad as I thought. And it was actually kind of, um, I wouldn't say relaxing because I was like, did not want to fuck up. So it was kind of stressful, but at the same time, it's just like get lost into like, it's almost like a puzzle, you know what I mean? And just kind of like figuring out where the lines are at. You got to like look really close because it, it cuts it, but it cuts it like very, very fine. And so you got to put it, I had to put like my, I had to put it on top of my um, phone screen because the light will shine through those little cracks. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to get all this shit, you know? So yeah. it's just like trying to figure it out, uh, trying to figure that out. And um, I, I also bought a printer off of, um, offer up from this lady. So I have a, like a full, like $150 printer that is able to print out some pretty dope photos is what the lady told me. And I kind of reviewed everything before even getting in, like everything like that. So mm-hmm. dude, hopefully in the next two weeks, try to get a full picture onto a shirt. That's going to look like super dope. And I'm like, yeah, wearing it the same day. I'm hoping I, I make it on a day that I got to go to work and I'm just like wearing it the whole time, you know? Yeah. And I almost want to just do something stupid and wear like have a picture of me on there or just like, <laughs> I don't know. That's arrogant. Dude. <laughs> I want to do it. <laughs> I want to so bad. You should do the uh you should do the silhouettes. It would be really easy, like the beard silhouettes. And see, the, I want to uh and, and the heads, the glasses, I, all that. I like the uh like the one with the white background or the um uh even just the even just the silhouettes, like put like make them in white and just have like the beards being white mm-hmm. and like you know the glasses being white, the hats being white, and then put them on a black shirt and then vice versa, like black and put them on the white shirt. Yeah. See, I gotta learn how to do that because I think do we have the silhouettes? Do we have that in, in an email? Uh yeah, I think so. Okay, I gotta look at that. Maybe maybe it's just easy as to just 
throwing it onto the computer and have it doing itself. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, yeah, dude, fucking that's my rose. I finally, I finally made like my first shirt, and it's like, it's I like it just because. Okay. It's something. It's something new to do, and now I'm kind of like fully in it, and I want to just keep doing. Well, it. Well, I mean, my thorn was uh, that uh, my thorn, I guess, is that I'm bummed out that your rose wasn't finding the surprise that I left for you under your bed. <laughs> Dude, I never look under that bed. So I know. <laughs> go get oh, go for. Are you being for real? I'm what? dead serious, dude. Oh, yeah. this guy. <laughs> uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen. So what it is? <laughs> it's cheese balls. It's cheese balls. <laughs> I bought some cheese balls and I just hit him under his bed because I thought it'd be hilarious. And I thought he would like lay on his bed and it would be so, he'd be so fat and heavy that it'd squish and all the cheese balls would come like pouring out. But obviously that didn't happen. But hopefully he finds the cheese balls and <laughs> we'll see what the fuck happens. <laughs> oh man. Man. <laughs> cheese balls. <laughs> I honestly was thinking the next morning, I was like, dude, there's no way we killed a whole fuck. I've only had like seven or eight of them, I think. And I was like, dude, did I help kill that fucking cheese ball container on Friday night? Because I was like, I don't even know where the container's at. Did it like, it wasn't in the trash. <laughs> so I was like, there's no way this thing is like just missing. I was like, Lucas took it or Milo took it. And uh, uh, cheese balls, dog. Yeah, man. So I was telling, I was, uh, I was saying right now what I was hoping would happen because I put it under your bed and I was hoping that you would like get home and like jump on your bed and you'd be so fat that the mattress squished and, and, just it like, and, it, and all the balls came like rolling out. That's what I was uh, hoping would happen. I got, re- I got a reinforced bed, bro. All, all, all sorts of weight. Oh, I bet your boyfriend loves that. Know what I mean, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. Oh, dude, I wish you didn't leave him here either because these were really, like, I don't want to tell you how good they were because I didn't want to keep eating them. No, no. fucking great. Cheese Bro, like, what if somebody came over and were just like, oh, yeah, let me see if my socks underneath this bed. And then it's just some fucking hidden bucket of cheese balls. I mean, whoever he was, he would be super excited. I was like, nah, these balls are just for you. <laughs> and then I pulled out my pants. <laughs> Gross. Hey, the visual though. You took it too far, bro. Come on, bro. There's is that the? Line. Is that is that the? That, there's a line. Come on, bro. Is that the uh, <laughs> new segment? Dude, get these shits away from me. And I'm really eating these in my bathroom right now too. <laughs> my food will never touch bathroom air, bro. I will never eat food that touches bathroom air. Never in my fucking life have I ever, never have I ever eat food that touches bathroom air. I'm trying to, uh, you know how you're supposed to like suck in when um, you're drinking wine, like breathe in the air. What? Yeah. Like that's how you like fully taste the grapes and whatever. Dude, who have you been drinking wine with? I Bro, think I watched, guys are just uh, trying to like, I think people are trying to like groom you. Are you, are you okay? <laughs> I watched Fraser, bro. <laughs> Ranger says to do that. See, so, yeah, I can I can tell uh, what I have yesterday in the air. Rubber. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Spermicidal lubricant. Bro, I'm really killing these right now. I don't want that. Let's get it started.
Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, yeah. So on to I guess my my real thorn. Or do you have a do you have a thorn do you, that you want to go with? Uh, I mean, I guess so. It's um, fuck. I go. You go first, because I. <laughs> Dude, nothing really. I was watching the gears try to turn in your head, bro. And they were not fucking going. <laughs> Dude, I just don't have really much that went terribly wrong. It was just uh, a really good weekend overall. Uh huh. I think uh, so. I did drink Friday night, which was fun. And then Saturday, when I woke up, I was I, I get really bad, um, or a lot of people already know, and I know you know, is uh, I get really bad anxiety, and uh, I didn't get it um, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I've been working, out, and I think it's like a lot of factors, like working out a lot, which I haven't yet. I guess that's kind of a roast. Like I haven't worked out in the last week. Which is pretty good. Like beforehand, it wasn't anything. <coughs> Easy, lazy. <clears throat> Sorry. You okay? You yeah, me? I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I got some more. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I uh. I I think that has a big factor with it because I was totally like it just felt like old times where I just wake up fucked up and I'm just ready to go do something, you know. And luckily we did. We were going uh, we went golfing, kind of chilled for the day. I didn't get really a headache. I just went to sleep like right after golfing. I missed the entire. I guess I missed the entire fight. Of the so I guess that's a thorn. I was pretty pissed when I woke up like at 10 p.m. and I woke <laughs> up to a Bleacher Report saying Asadania lost. And I was like, "Yo!" I'm like, "Oh my god!" That was like the perfect timing of like waking up and like finding that out. Yeah, he got beat up. Yeah, yeah I, beat up. I I I seen the highlights. I saw that dude. Did you see that dude get kneed in the fucking head? Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, that, that was suffice. crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. But um, I guess that's like part of the rose, but kind of good too. Because I mean, I did get loaded Saturday, and I didn't feel any kind of anxiety, which is perfect. I just kind of slept through the day. How you're supposed to, how it's supposed to be when you get fucked up the night before, right? Something during the day, eat a little something, and just sleep the rest of it. You know, right? So it's like kind of a rose and thorn. I missed fucking UFC shit, but not a big deal. If I didn't have any anxiety, which is great. So. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. That is good. Um, a real thorn for me. Uh, I don't know that I really have one. Is it bad that we don't have one? Should should there always? Do you think there's always should be a thorn for the week? Just far as should something happen to you, kind of somewhat bad to be a learning experience for the week, or is it just okay to have like a good week? It's okay. To, well, <laughs> That sounds like a lot of trauma speaking, bro. Um, it's okay to have a good week. You shouldn't. That's what should happen, bro. You like if something bad doesn't happen, you shouldn't be like, oh man, I feel bad because something bad didn't happen. That's some like meta shit, man. You should be happy that something bad didn't happen. I think I look at it as I guess like a learning experience, just because I mean you don't learn from anything that doesn't necessarily bad happen. Like what do you mean, bro? What did, what the fuck was I supposed to learn from bringing some dumbass fucking up a pizza? What was I supposed to learn from that? Not to order there again. <laughs> you're not going to, right? Yeah. I have no place to get pizza here in Sunnyside anymore, man. <laughs> bro, literally everybody's done me dirty when it comes to pizza. And have you ever thought about perfecting a dough or like making a dough and just like making something on your own? Uh 
Yes. And uh, I know your next question. Why haven't you done it? Because uh, I don't want to. It's kind of a process. It fucking takes forever. And you want pizza then, you know? Like I want pizza now. I don't yeah, want to. <laughs> like, you make a good dough. Like, you, that means it takes, like, three days. I don't know if, if three days from now I'm going to want pizza. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to be doing tomorrow. You should morning. always want pizza, bro. No. Sometimes I don't want pizza. Why? Because... Because sometimes, sometimes I want fish, or sometimes I want tacos. Sometimes I want steak. Sometimes I want a cheeseburger. Sometimes I want French fries. Sometimes French fry pizza, burger pizza, taco pizza, bro. They have it all. Just put it on some bread. Stop. Flatbread pizza. Stop. I know what you're trying to do right now. Stop. You want pizza right now? Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> okay, so I guess what we're streaming, uh, you kind of ruined that. It's the oh, fights. That's what I was gonna say. I oh, was gonna oh, talk about the <laughs> fights, but uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Homeboy threw away the belt. Van or whatever the heck his name is, mm. uh, dude, completely threw away the belt. Had like winning the fight, completely demolishing this dude, and then just in the last like round. Just decides to knee the dude that had his like knee on the ground, like right to the freaking head. And the other guy was like completely like he got smashed. I don't think I don't think he got hit as bad as he was kind of playing it off, but <laughs> bro, you don't think he got hit that bad? Well, I no, I, I I think he got hit bad. I think he got hit, hit hit bad. But I'm pretty sure that he knew if I can continue the fight then you know i'm gonna lose the i'm I'm going to lose the belt but if i am unable to fight at all mm. then the belt is mine and so let me do my best lebron james impersonation right now <laughs> and i'm gonna be a champion <laughs> and oh. he walked away with the belt and then he's trying to play at the end like no i don't want it that way i don't want dude you kind of embellish that a little bit bro oh dang i've bro. seen mother dude i've seen motherfuckers get knocked out like their eyes roll back and you're out, boy. Like you're out, out. This guy was just like, kind of like, like you know, like he was, he was there. He used, he knew what he was doing. Wow. He knew what, what was he his, was doing. Uh, what was his record? Like uh, his win loss record? Uh, it doesn't matter. He was one to know that night. Well, I mean, so like how you're saying, I don't know if he knew he was gonna get the belt for the circumstance that it was a championship. Oh, they, he knows. You he knows. That's like that's like no oh you didn't know that if I like flip the ref off or like kick this guy in the nuts when we're playing basketball that I get a technical foul and get ejected. Oh, I didn't well, know that. A, well, no, it's a championship. It's a championship belt, though. Like, he know, he had to have known. It's well, if, even, even it's like Logan, it's like a fight rule. It's like a fight rule. If you if you like if you knock somebody out with an illegal strike and they can't continue the fight, the fight goes to them. You're disqualified. You're DQ'd, and the other person wins. So they should just get. So I, I, when Joe Rogan was saying, he's like, dude, I think he loses his belt. Like, I'm not too sure what the rule is, but it shouldn't be this way, which I agree. I thought I you slept through the fight. I watched that. You didn't hear me watch the highlights, bruh. I said, I watched the highlights. <laughs> 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 sleep, bro. You don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, so he, he was explaining that, and I was like, I agree. Like, I don't think it should end that way, but the other announcer was like, bro, then everybody can just, like, knee somebody in the head and just co- totally keep their belt if they're, like, losing like that. And so, and dude heard him say, like, he's all on he's on his knees. Like, obviously, don't hit him. And he said right after he said that, he fucking smashed him in the head. 
Oh, it was brutal. It was one of the most brutal things I've seen in my life. Like, that was fucking brutal. Dude, he got, yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't seen anything as far as, like, yeah medical-wise, like, now to, yeah. to a couple days after fight, how he's doing. But, like, definitely yeah. concussion, definitely dazed. I don't think, I don't know. It didn't seem like he was playing. He he's all right. Upset. He's all right. He's all right. I guarantee he's all right. I Dude. guarantee he was back in the thing. It was just like, oh, wait, how much more money do I make now? Oh. oh, I guess yeah. That, oh, I mean, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I'm good. All right, Damn. I'm good. Yeah, he made enough. To, he made enough to cash that. He, he was like, he was awake enough to cash that check. I guarantee that. I guarantees that. He's I like guarantee Martin. that. <clears throat> mhm. I don't know. I don't think he was like. I think he was like pro hurt about the way he lost it that way, or that he won it that way. And nah. so that was fake modesty. I know fake modesty. I've been there. I've done it. That was it. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? What's what's something that you've done? Um, uh, lost my virginity, probably. And that was. Uh, <laughs> did, did you start crying? <laughs> like, like, I didn't deserve this. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> this is sure not the way I wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> well that was like two weeks ago huh uh, oh wait oh, you're a virgin damn. bro I'm, bro i'm celibate bro you're a virgin <laughs> oh man yeah that's what we're streaming uh so on to the next one which is dude i didn't uh, even do my streaming nobody cares what you watch so i watched the highlights and this dude <laughs> this dude got hit in the head <laughs> uh, do, you really, do, do you really have something um no, <laughs> I haven't really been watching. My, I guess I, I guess I'm getting ready for uh, not necessarily ready, which I need to be playing. But I've been watching a lot more golf stuff and like Rick Shields and other guys on fucking how not to slice the goddamn ball because I cannot for the life of me. If somebody had a gun to my head and said, "Don't slice this ball, bro," just don't swing. No, I'm swinging because I'm I want the challenge. I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> no, I'm bet. I bet. <laughs> and then I'm dead. <laughs> uh, dude, I line up so far to the fucking like I'm I'm pointing towards the trees and hitting to the trees so my ball can go in the fairway. Dude, it's terrible. So I'm watching more videos, watching way more golf videos. So if anybody's got more advice on not to how not to slice the goddamn ball, please, please save me. I gotta put. call for these old ass guys. Put. I can't put. I can't put. <laughs> I shouldn't even be in this fucking I'll golf never club. Steal, never slice a putt. Trust me. Oh, man. <laughs> Bro, you haven't golfed for me lately. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. So I guess oh, yeah, because you had my clubs hostage. Oh, did you take them? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Did you find that half-broken guy I put in there? <laughs> we got Jones. We got Jones. Um, yeah, well, so that was uh, what we're streaming. Uh, so on to a new a new segment called Come on, bro. So this it happened. I went to I went to see this apartment here in town in Sunnyside, Sunnyside, Washington, downtown Sunnyside, uh, right across the street from it. Those of you that know Sunnyside, there's a there's a Sunnyside uh, Inn, like the bed and breakfast right across the street from uh, one of the banks here in Sunnyside. And like right by the hospital, a couple of little spots down from city hall. 
there's a blue house right next to it and that's where this apartment was so i go and check the apartment out and i uh you know the lady's showing me the apartment i go inside and it's fully furnished and which is weird i've never ever in any of my life seen an apartment that was fully furnished like i'm sleeping in somebody else's bed like it felt like i'm renting a hotel room that that for a month you know or for like for for a a long period like an extended period hotel room that felt weird so i go in automatically i'm kind of turned off because i feel like i'm in i feel like i'm in like somebody's like hotel room and uh no stove no like anything really no real privacy like a studio basically and no restroom and no restroom connected to the room the restroom was down this little hallway and then you could go into the restroom and the the lady was like well you can this restroom nobody else uses it everybody else has their own restroom but you're the only one that uses this one i was like that seems sketch because everybody is there a lock on it no like anybody can it's just a public bathroom <laughs> that's yours yeah it's like, a public bathroom that only i'm gonna be using. yeah everybody has their own yeah that seems kind of weird and um so i was like okay so like how much are we talking a month guess how much she asked for a month sunnyside washington studio apartment bathroom not connected no stove no on-site washer or dryer uh and sunnyside dude i'm saying like to be high, I'm saying eight. Eleven hundred. Eleven hundred dollars. Eleven hundred dollars. What? Plus hundred and fifty utilities that you pay directly to her, not to a power company. Pay directly to her. <laughs> Damn, she coming off for twelve fifty. Oh my gosh! And security deposit, and first month's last month's, and she wanted to see my check stub, like. I was like, dude, I'm not lady. I'm not giving you my checks. Parking, there's no way. Park, is you paying for parking too? <laughs> there's like, there's like, uh, not like, like, not even. No, it's on street parking. Like you're parking in the middle of like downtown Sunnyside. Yeah, I know. Where is this? It, it's right. Dude, it's right next to City Hall. It's like the, the the. There's like a blue house right next to City Hall. Next time you're in town, I'll show you. Um, yeah, dude, I was tripping. I was I was laughing so hard, but it really made me. It was like a like, come on, bro. Like, oh, yeah. fucking dollars. I was like, get the hell out of here. I was like, this is like, I can go to like my grandma's house like, and got a better like setup than this. Like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about, lady? Like, what the hell are you really talking about? This is crazy. This is so crazy. Did you ever, man. did you try like, are you just like, oh, okay. Like, I, I obviously you're not going to really try to negotiate a living space that someone's trying, not necessarily giving you, but like. No. Oh, I didn't even give you, I didn't even get you the ringer. And this is why I was just like, no, I'm fucking out of here because she was like, okay. And I was like, uh, and the other thing she was like, she goes, okay, so no smoking, um, no, uh, what was it? No pets, no smoking, no pets and, uh, no visitors. What? (laughs) I was like, so the no, I was like, so what's the no visitors thing about? Like, I don't really understand that. I've never heard that before. And she's like, well, if there's somebody else here, then that's two people it's it's the room is for one person if there's somebody else here then that's two i was like yeah i i know math uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was like but i was like so if i want to invite my mom over to come and have breakfast like i gotta pay you extra and she was like well no i was like so my mom can't come over she's like i'm just saying no visitors what the fuck I, oh dude i was just like Slap my forehead. What the fuck are you doing? What are you smoking, lady? 
Like, Dude, you're who like, is doing this? Like, your your landlord is grounding you for $1,250. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's $1,250 bucks to be grounded. <laughs> to be fucking <laughs> oh grounded. God. And I was saying, she was just like, so what do you think? I was just like, I was like, I'm, I'm thinking, I was like, that rent is way too high. I was like, I don't spend time here. I don't spend time at the house. I was like, I wake up in the morning, I go work out, I come back, I shower, I go to work, come back, go work out, you know? And then like, you know, now, like it's summer, like I'm out and about, I go play tennis. I'm like going to go out and get something to eat, go visit my parents, go do something. I'm basically going to be here to sleep. Like, you can't go to your own bathroom. You Exactly. I'm only sleeping because I'm going to be so irked out by going to that bathroom. Like, you know, this is weird. This is so weird. So, so weird, dude. So, so weird. Live there. More money than I've ever paid for an apartment in my entire life. I lived in like downtown Spokane with a, in a two bedroom apartment with a pool with off street parking. And it was like 750 a month. <laughs> it was like, Eleven hundred plus fuck? utilities. Oh, you're on crack, man. I was like, I don't know who you're going to get to pay that, but they're stupid. Maybe they she are knows stupid. Something. Maybe she knows like Sunnyside's about to boom. Like this is a prime spot. It's like you're missing out. This is oh dude. I mean, when it comes to apartments, like here, it's kind of slim pickings because um, not to hate on anybody or like any of the apartments around here, but there's there's nothing, dude. There's really is like we have a couple, like a few different apartment complexes that you can kind of get into, but anything that you really would want to or want to kind of stay in, like it's not available and everything else you're going to be probably having to deal with like you know like kids running around above you below you to the side of you like all the above like it's not is it cheaper to get a house could you (laughs) that's where i'm at now that's where i was just like dude i was like eleven hundred dollars like are you fucking crazy that's more than my that's more than like my parents house payment you're psycho if you think i'm gonna give you that much money and not only that, and then I don't get to have anybody over here. Like, if I'm paying 1100 bucks a month, like, dude, <laughs> I'm going to be, like, parlaying, like, every single day. Like, yeah. I'm turning this motherfucker out for $1,100 a month. I'm going to set this bitch on fire <laughs> for $1,100 a month. You're fucking psycho. So you just Wait. saw, like, an ad? Or do you know? Have you seen this lady before? No, never seen oh, her before. Okay. I did see an ad, and I was just like, you are out of your goddamn mind. Come on, bro. <laughs> so that's my come on bro moment yeah dang yeah Fuck, that's crazy, crazy. yeah um yeah crazy yeah i wish i can take it one I've, there's so many you don't got nothing Dude, let's move there's, on there's too many um <laughs> uh, if, if you really have one we can talk about it but i, I really I don't, don't i can't i can't i can't think of one right yeah now. i know you can't uh, so we're moving on to uh, a segment, our top five for this week. Uh, we are celebrating International Women's Day, which was Monday the 8th. And um, what was your suggestion to uh, rate the top five hottest chicks? No, that was yours. I have uh, I've written proof right here. <laughs> I'm probably going to post tomorrow. <laughs> So uh, yeah, no. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna break down. Uh, we're gonna talk about um, some of the women that have been uh, influential in our lives, uh, and kind of celebrate them and celebrate the things that they have done for us. Uh, so, if you are listening, uh, ladies, uh, get your tissues ready. That's that's uh, that's our version of uh, T.O.'s. Get your popcorn ready. Like, 
we have time. You better get your tissues yeah. ready. Yeah. <laughs> T-shirt idea. Get your tissues ready. Uh, so um, I guess I will start off. Um, I will start off. I will go uh, first and foremost. Uh, my mom. I I don't. I I don't. I know, I know for a fact that, like, obviously, like, I wouldn't be here without her, you know, the woman that gave me life, the woman that has threatened multiple times to take it away. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the person that I owe the most, uh, <laughs> the most debt to, the person that I owe uh, the most thanks, the most gratitude uh, to, uh, the person who I wake up every uh, day and you know as a kid and kind of growing up and always just just like in awe like i knew how how hard my dad worked to make sure that we had all the things we needed um but my mom as well uh going back and forth to uh to different jobs uh as a phlebotomist having to deal with all the different hospital drama and everything like that it's tough, a lot tougher than my dad just getting to go to work and work with a bunch of guys, you know, like my mom had to work with all this like crazy hospital doctor drama and like stuff shutting down and people giving her the run around, treating her wrong and doing all this kind of craziness. And no matter what, like grinding and and finding a way to do it um, with with dignity, finding a way to do it with grace, finding a way to do it without losing her sense of self and and still find time to be a mom to to me and to my sister and there's just there's there's nothing that I can remember there's like no real time that I can remember like I wish my mom was there and she wasn't I wish my mom could have been there and she wasn't I wish she could have and she wasn't she was always there like no matter what we were doing no matter, you know, where the game was, no matter where the tournament was, no matter what it was all about, um, she was always there and always had my back. Shoot, there were so many times, bro. So many times getting in trouble in school, so many times getting in trouble here or there. And, you know, the, it felt like the world was, like, against me. Like, everybody hated me. Everybody was kind of coming down on me and everything was crashing and coming down because of my mistakes, because of things that I had done, things that I had definitely done to like earn or um, to earn people's like distrust or it sounds strange to say, but you know, there's things that I really did like put work into like kind of like breaking relationships and, and burning bridges and, and putting myself into like tough situations um, in multiple facets of my life. And always a person to be, there to support and to like have my back um there's been a few times when you know we've like kind of like butted heads and a few times where she's had to take the like all right now you really are fucking around and i'm gonna be the one to tell you like you really are wrong in this and i'm gonna be the one to tell you uh it, you know um so yeah just just thankful for her um thankful for her the amount of of like I said, work that she's put in, the amount of love that she's shown, and um, you know, I if I had to pick a new one, I I, I couldn't I, I couldn't pick a new mom, man. I'd I'd pick her all over again. It's been it's been great growing up and and having uh, and having a mom like that. So yeah, thanks, mom. Love you. 
Are we going uh, like back and forth? Yeah, let's go back and forth. Right, let's right. go back and forth. All right. I mean, yeah, my mom as well. Uh, being a single parent, I wish, I wish I would have had like, I mean, I've always had respect for my mom, but I just wish I would have known better what kind of situation we were in. And I guess more of what my mom was in just because single parent working to, you know, take care of her three kids, uh, also get her education, get her master's. Um, and not only working, just one job, working two jobs. Um, there wasn't really a time where I didn't see her a lot because of that. And I might've been somewhat upset about it. And, and that disorder comes from the fact that like, I didn't know, I, I don't know the situation. I was just wilding out. I was just like a kid, even, even kind of a little bit through high school, just like, not really. I think by then my mom already had her master's. She's still carrying two jobs and going from Moses Lake to Tri-Cities. Moses Lake to work, uh, what she wanted to do was uh, social work. So she was working for a school doing that. From Moses Lake going over to Tri-Cities to go to uh, WSU, where the campus that they had over there. Dude, a crazy, that's just that in itself is like, hour and a half trip, you know what I mean? So, and that was just to get there. That's not even including taking care of us, making sure we're fine, um, trying to put some kind of food on the table just because she's not home to do it. Like, and this is, there's there's so many um, just women in my life that have been there as the mother figure, which I still, my mom was there. I knew she loved us and I knew that there wasn't, anything she wouldn't do for it because she was doing it. She was out there doing it, but there there was kind of people in replacement for that. But I just wish that, I just wish I wasn't so, I wasn't really fucked up, but it's just those situations and the stuff I put my mom through and even some of these other women figures that I would just kind of, I don't know, I was just being super disrespectful to and stuff, you know? And it's just because I was, I was just, I, I didn't know, I didn't know what I was doing, I guess, mm -hmm. but she was, she wasn't really at my basketball games just because, or like any other games, because she was too busy. She was too busy working. She was doing too, but when she did make it, it was dope. Like I know she had that day off and the, when she had the day off, she wanted to be there and like bring the sisters, bring all of us and just like afterwards go and eat and do whatever, like what a family, a regular family is supposed to do when you have time for each other, you know? Mm -hmm. But just like, I mean, my mom, like how you're saying, just like, I wish there was like more time that we were able to spend while, while I was growing up and like through pretty much K through 12th grade. Um, now she's still, she's chill and she doesn't really, she, she's still working just one job, thankfully. And, she does have like her three days off and she's able to enjoy what she's kind of put together for all of us, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I just wish, uh, I just wish we had like a lot more time before, but I'm so glad that she worked so hard to get pretty much raise three good kids. Like we haven't really, <laughs> we didn't get in too much trouble after the fact, like we were in high school because there was nobody really too much around that we could kind of wild out and do shit. But I mean, we're for the most part, 
we're working just as much. We're almost just like, just like her having multiple jobs, mm-hmm. trying to get through school. But I couldn't imagine one parent taking care of three kids and, you know, trying to afford a livelihood for us. I still had like good amount of clothes and, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't like suffering at all. This is then this is why I kind of feel bad is because dude, like I kind of had a, a lot of good shit. It's just, it was for the reason my mom was like hustling and doing what she needed to do for her family. So yeah. And, yeah. I mean, my mom definitely the first and only love her so much. She's done so much for us. And mm-hmm. I mean, I really appreciate it. So yeah, I love you too, mom. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm crazy, but um, what's the quote? It's like 310 to Yuma, man. Ben Wade is always a, even bad men love their mamas. Yeah. Bad men love their mamas, man. So, um, so yeah, uh, definitely uh, those of you out there, if you can, you know, say what's up to your mom, give them a call. Sure. Uh, next, uh, I got to go. I got to go with my sister, man. Um, the being being just us two kind of growing up not having a brother i mean y'all like you like adam like dj aaron um were like the closest thing i had to to brothers and it was kind of the way we were raised but you know just here in the house just me and my sister growing up i it was always a person that i had to kind of like turn to 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 hang out with when there wasn't anybody when we couldn't go somewhere when you know, and she's always been like, she's always been like the ride or die, man. Like always been the ride or die. The one, you know, like as soon as you got old enough, could play catch together, like play basketball together, like play video games together. Um, the one to always be like tagging along and uh, and doing that when we were younger. And then as soon as we started getting older and like kind of into sports and stuff, um, then even after, like, you know, of course, high school is like a weird time. Um, and I wish I would have been a little more, uh, thankful for, for, for having, you know, a sister close to me, but of course it's just like awkward, like going to school with your sister, like, it's weird, <laughs> you know, you get, yeah, caught, yeah. get caught wearing the same shit on the same day and like, you know, <laughs> roasted and shit. Um, yeah, uh, but afterwards, uh, I definitely like grew, grew, um, grew closer together. Uh, and you know, to the point where like, yo, she's like my travel buddy she's uh like you know the movie homie like uh the one that's seen like this down to see all the like the different marvel movies and everything like that and the one to keep up the one that i can talk to about like fan theories and shit like yo what do you think about like yo i think iron man's doing this i think this i think that one that could like bounce that shit off of one that's always down to come and pick me up like at 3 a.m when i'm calling and i'm on the side of the road because like i'm super fucked up and i don't want to drive my car <laughs> and still down enough to be like all right fuck all right yeah i'll take you to mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but but also uh somebody that i could turn to for some real shit because there's shit that you don't want to that and there's things i don't want to talk to my mom about you know there's things that i don't want to talk to like anybody else about or, or, or put out there in the universe and there's somebody definitely around that that i can trust um with my life um somebody that i can trust with and, and um with with my, with those thoughts with those things that are happening things that are going on that i need to tell somebody about that i need to get off my chest and i want somebody's opinion on somebody's like true opinion and somebody's that's going to have like like my best interest like at heart you know that's going to kind of um have my back in that way 
and and tell me like yo you you are looking at the situation and trying to think of what's best for you and the other person involved but like my best interest like i'm worried about you like i'm gonna tell you this because i'm worried about you um so yeah man um one's always worried about me too uh i got a text on sunday uh sunday when i was like kind of getting ready to drive back and i've been driving all weekend driving to Othello, driving to Seattle, driving back to Othello, driving to Tri-Cities, driving back to Sunnyside. And I got a text Sunday morning. It was just like, yo, like, had a dream, had a dream that you got into a car accident. So, yo, like, chill out today. Like, be careful, you know, like, watch what you're doing. And uh, normally I'm pretty wild on the road. Like, and I'll watch a movie. I'll, like, trip out. Like, (laughs) if I'm out. But I was like, yo, like, I got to kick it today. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to live grimy and and just listen to serious radio. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With your hands at 10 and 10. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fucking struggling. First world problems, man. Um, but yeah, uh, shout out Vic. The one who's, who's definitely been one of our, uh, one of our romantics, one of our, uh, one of our loyal listeners mm. who's, uh, who's down to give us some feedback, who who's with us in the beginning and, uh, and just kind of said like, yo, you, you guys do your thing and, uh, and I'll be listening. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, thank you. Um, thank you so much for, uh, for being there. Thank you so much to you do for, um, you know, on a daily basis for, uh, for our parents man, when they were down, like mom and dad down with knee surgeries, like both of them. And she just kind of like stepped up and kind of like ran the house. And I did my yeah. best to kind of like stay out the way and at least not make more problems, you know, and try to help when I could. Um, but man, like without her, man, that, that things would just be, I don't know. It, it wouldn't be the same. Like, you know, of course. So, uh, so yeah, shout out to, uh, shout out to Vic, man. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. Um the next one is uh Aunt Rosie. Um uh I feel like I can tell her a lot because she's just like even though she was like the very strictest, like I think I can get the best like advice from her and just pretty much like I can't get disciplined as hard as I guess like she can't hit me because <laughs> she's, she's not exactly my mom. But you know, <laughs> but she was there for like when my mom was working as much and like holidays especially. It was like just crazy because um, I mean it's holidays. Your mom's not supposed to be working. Your family's supposed to be there, you know. Mm-hmm. So she would take care of me and my sisters, or at least be like, "Oh, come over." Like not really. I guess like back then I was really thinking of it as like your mom's not here, like, you need to be with somebody. It's just more of like, oh, the family's going to be here. Just come over, stay over the next morning while breakfast, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of making, like, a sleepover, not necessarily, like, yeah. your mom's going to be working the next 16 hours. You guys are going to be by yourself. Mm-hmm. What else are you going to do, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm very appreciative for, of that. Sun, uh, Christmas days were even, like, see, and this is kind of the stuff I didn't even really realize, like, back then was that, I know my mom was working on a holiday and she wasn't there, but it's not, I, I guess nowadays I think of it as that is the time to be with family. And that is the time to like, not just think about gifts and not just think about like what food's going to be out there, which I mean, it is a big part of it, but it's more, more of the part of just sharing this with loved ones and being able to just hang out with each other and celebrate the family. But 
But it definitely hits me more because I'm not thinking of like the basketball game, everything else with it. You know what I mean? Just on the holidays themselves, just like it's just crazy how much she worked and how much she was just like mm-hmm. she knew it was overtime. She knew she can get the most buck out of like if she were to just work. Yeah, she knows Come if on. I work this one day, that's like it's like the month that my kids are taken care of. Yeah. And yeah. my aunt Rosie knew that and she was just like she would give us gifts too, which was dope. Like, just to make sure, like, she, you, we're automatically part of the family. We're anywhere, like, if I go to your house, go to yeah, anybody's yeah. house in the family, obviously, you know. Yeah. But at Rosie, kind of made it make sure it's like, I'm kind of here for you guys because your mom's working this much, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I've I, I confided in my aunt Rosie and telling her stuff that sometimes my mom doesn't know or anything like that, but it's just because I feel comfortable. I just feel comfortable because she's like, the second mom you know like yeah and i don't know she's always had like kind of the doper stuff like aaron and adam always had like nintendos and all this other shit like that was the <laughs> kind of fun house to go to you know yeah, like, yeah, yo yeah, let's yeah. go over there like they have this huge screen <laughs> tv or you know uncle david's out on the farm like yeah that we could throw rocks at chickens and shit like, <laughs> like you know it was kind of they had a little bit of everything there and they lived on the yeah. country like most of the time that i can remember um, yeah yeah so yeah shout out Rosie she uh definitely helped me a lot in kind of growing and just being like a firm person on stuff because I didn't know for the most part I didn't know what I was doing I didn't know what like mm-hmm. you know I was pretty much just raised by all women basically and so like I kind of I'm, I'm glad I grew up the way I did just because I wouldn't have learned very much and I don't think I would have like kind of i don't think i would have made it without either one of them i remember she called the cops on us uh it was me and my ex-girlfriend back then and i was skipping a lot and we just go to my mom's house because she was working and nobody was there and it was literally a half block away from the fucking school so <laughs> luckily we didn't start smoking but my aunt rosie called the cops on us and they came and everything and they just said you're not supposed to be skipping you know my aunt rosie was pissed and i was mad too because like how can you she did that to us like that's so fucked up like mm-hmm. you know, ruin the fun whatever but i'm glad because afterwards after like a week or two later i was like yo like she did that for a reason that was a good call i'm not supposed to be doing this stupid shit like yeah i'm on the verge of not graduating and i'm doing this you know mm-hmm. so uh yeah aunt rosie aunt rosie shout out for sure for sure for sure mm-hmm. all right uh woman number three um, I gotta go with the aunt too, man. My uh, my aunt B, uh, rest in peace. Um, shoot, this one's gonna be kind of tough. Uh, she was always she's my mom's sister, uh, Gracie, and she was always the aunt. She was the aunt for me that like that you're saying like Aunt Rosie was for you, you know, um, the aunt that would uh, that I could confide in, the aunt that I can like talk to, the aunt that I learned like game from like yo like don't say that like you'll say this like oh like you talking to girls yet like yo say this like you know say that like be do this for them do that you know it'll be nice like they'll like that all right cool 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 you know the aunt that like like let let me watch like the crazy movies and shit like (laughs) let me listen to let me listen to 107 and 99 when when my parents wouldn't let me do that kind of shit let me uh you know like yo like what what music you listen to like ask me that kind of stuff you know, the aunt that bought me the 50 cent CD um, <laughs> and kind of like taught me that kind of shit. Taught me like 
like showed me kind of the world she took me to seattle kind of showed me around and shit the first one to ever like take me to like like different parts of seattle like i'll go there with my parents and we might go to the ball game but we mainly we're just gonna be kicking at uncle noise you know she's the one to take me to seattle like yo there's game works you ever been there let's go to game works there's this you ever been there you ever been like space needle and stuff like that you ever seen this you ever seen that so that kind of stuff was always cool um but like she was the one like person that i did that didn't have to like that didn't have to discipline me uh that that it was never like that i can never do anything to like like i would never do anything to disrespect her and i would never try to push my boundaries with her because for like me and her like the relationship was pure like just like like love and like like respect so when she would like tell me to do something i would do it and i would do it because like i knew that like every time i saw her no matter what happened no matter like what trouble i was in like if i get in trouble at school like my mom's gonna my mom's gonna like discipline me when i get home like my mom's gonna have some like you know like she's got to be the one to straighten me out but if i go and tell my ab like yo this happened at school she's like well why do they have to tell you like that like you know, <laughs> yeah. and then one that is never my fault like with her is never my fault no matter what happened it was never my fault um but and one who really taught me like what it means to like love somebody like unconditionally like yeah you love like you say like you try you try to oh yeah i love this person oh yeah i love this person oh you love that person until they do something to you like you love that person until they lie to you. You love that person until they hurt you. You love that person until this. Like, dude, she loved like all of us. Like, no matter what, if somebody did it wrong, don't matter. She still love you. She's still gonna pray for you. She's still gonna think about you. She's still gonna make you food. She's still gonna do no matter what. She's gonna do everything she can to kind of take care of you. And um, the person that had like literally the biggest heart in the world, man, the biggest heart in the world. And what hurts me the most when i think about her what hurts me the most when um you know i think about the way things ended is that she like we we always did our best to kind of show her the love that she showed to us but when it's all said and done there's like a lot that i feel on my part that i left unsaid a lot that I wish a lot of things that she told me that I wish I would have told back <clears throat> and a lot of times she would invite me places to go like just get something to eat and go and get a beer go and get a pop go bowling and just me being caught up in my own shit. Couldn't make the time for her. There'll be times, of course, that I can make it. And times, of course, that I have fun. But. There was a lot of times that I missed. <clears throat> and knowing. That, like, anytime I called her, anytime I, like, hit her up and, like, yo, like, this is happening. Uh, can you come? I'm going to be doing this. I got this game over here. Can you be there? Yeah, she's going to be there. She's going to be there. Like, 
cheer me on. If we lose, fuck it, the refs cheated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, B, we lost by 40. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they shouldn't be playing like that. Your coach doesn't even know what he's doing. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? This motherfucker don't know what he's doing. (laughs) Um, But that's that's what uh that's what kind of hurts me the most when i think about um her not being around no more but uh i try i try to i try to live life how she did um showing love even sometimes when people don't deserve it man like sometimes people wild out and sometimes people deserve like a fuck you and she would be there to tell people that too um but still trying to find the good in people uh even when people do deserve that even when people do deserve um or people are acting out now that i work with like kids and stuff like that uh she was always down to see like the good in people she was always down to find something that 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 this person has going for them and whatever it is let's focus on that let's talk about that then let's leave the bad shit behind. And, and that one thing, whatever it may be, like that is the thing that I'm going to talk about with this person when they're around, because that's what makes them happy. And that's what they're good at. So let's celebrate that and push that forward. Because if we can find that, then at least for that moment in time in this person's life, they'll be happy. Because there's so much time we spent focusing on the bad shit that people do to us or the bad shit, especially with kids, um, you know, they come into school, the bad shit that they do, the, the behavior, the, the language, the, the absences, the homework, the, the, the attitude, like all the shit that we can focus on and, and, and just pick at and pick at and pick at and pick at until this person can't do anything right in their mind because they've never gotten a good word but if we just find that one thing there's one thing i guarantee you and everybody there's one thing you know especially in kids because they still have it and they still they still got that one thing that's there man if we can find it then uh you know hopefully we can we can uh make that moment in time a little bit better than them and then when they come back find something else you know mm-hmm. so her uh for sure man um, definitely, um, definitely somebody that I owe, I owe the world to, and, uh, I'll see you soon. I know I will. I'll, uh, I'll see you soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, my third, uh, is grandma. I mean, my other, everybody's mom, at, you know, certain time of the day, you know, like right after school was like, Everybody, all the kids went to grandma's house, grandma and grandpa's house. Yeah. Dude. And for those few hours, it was just, and I, I lived there. I lived either, my mom, so my mom was living in the small house right next to my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. So I was either just like, either at my grandma's or my mom's. But for the majority of the time, I was at my grandma's. She had food there. (laughs) She's taking care of me. She didn't know what I was about to do in the house by myself. So it's like, of course, I can go in there. Everything was locked. But uh, yeah, man, uh, grandma, she 
And all, all these women showed me like everything that I needed to know, everything, even at a man, in a man's point of view, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, even though uh, Uncle David showed me how to shave, I think, you know, all the other uncles were on to sports, basketball, football, and all that. I learned it from them. But, like, to actually be, like, strong and, like, hold your own was, like, my mom, my Aunt Rosie, and grandma. They just, like, just, they just, you know, were outspoken. They said what they said. They said what has been on their mind, on their minds at the time. And there was just so much that I learned from all of them. It was just, like... Dude, when she passed, it was just so, it was crazy. It was just like, you know, first time I've never really dealt with anything until that moment. And dude, it was hard. It was like, and which is any death is hard, but fuck. she was just there for all of us, for every, all the kids, mm-hmm. all the kids. And <laughs> oh gosh, and I say outspoken because there was a time where my grandpa, so, you know, I, I, I don't know what these ladies, they were, they were talking about their own religion and stuff like that. So they would come to the door and I don't know which religion it was, but I remember my grandpa entering the door and grandpa's being nice and stuff and like trying to listen to their word and, you know, grandpa's mm-hmm. Christian and stuff like that. But, oh my God, I'm so glad. I kind of glad I left, but I'm glad, I wish I wouldn't have it. They had practice and I had to, I got picked up and I just see my grandma come out with the Bible, dude, and just laying into these ladies. She's like holding it and like pointing it at them. Like <laughs> I could I could only imagine what she's saying. It's totally in Spanish too, you know, just like it sounds even like crazier. <laughs> oh dude, but she was laying there. My grandpa just kind of staring, like standing, staring. <laughs> like he's not gonna he's not gonna cross the grandma, you know. Um, yeah. But that's like kind of the stuff that just kind of was like instilled in me and just like tried to, you know. I just, I, I always think about how bad I was and like how terrible I was for like doing some of the shit that I did and just like, it was just totally not listen just because my mom wasn't there and I had my grandma and Aunt Rosie and other aunts and uncles trying to tell me what to do and just so disrespectful. And that's what like, I think that's what I get as far as like, I feel bad. That's anxiety that I get when I think about shit like that. It's like, I can't take that back. And they don't know. I know grandma and everybody else knows I love them. I just wish I wasn't the way I was back then because I was just so disrespectful and just not listening to anybody for no, for just because I didn't want to. Mm. And she just did so much for all of us. Yeah. For me and my sisters, especially like we were either there or not. It was just, I, I appreciate living with grandma so much. And even DJ, <laughs> DJ would call her mom too, you know, like gra- grandma was mom. She was like the godmother, you know, like, like the actual too, you know. Everybody spoke to grandma and like, she had so much authority. Everybody just, you know. Everybody listened when she Everybody talked, listened. Everybody listened. But uh, yeah, I was very, very appreciative, very grateful that I was able to see and learn what she had and what she did and we even like for my grandpa's passing um because he wasn't doing well he passed first and then my grandma did but 
as like kind of tribute to them, we went to go see how they lived. And we went to Gaston, Texas. And uh, um, how the other one is, uh, it's like a couple miles away from it. Um, but when we went to Gaston, dude, it was like a population for of like 150 people. Like it was crazy. <laughs> it was just like, you ended, it was just like all like dirt roads, all this and that. And then you one end up in this little town. Bro, it was crazy. <laughs> and so, I don't know, just that was just like kind of kind of a cool experience because that's the reason why we went to Texas was to yeah. go over there and kind of just see how they lived. And it was mm-hmm. just like I don't know, it just felt I guess it just felt right. Like like they were just like looking at us doing what they were what we were doing and yeah for, for them, you know. Yeah. But yeah, grandma definitely. Yeah, grandma was uh grandma was a real <laughs> one, man. Always happy to see you. Always happy to see you. Never like never looking over your shoulder to like see like oh who else is with you nah like you're enough like whoever's here whoever's walking in the door like happy to see yeah, you definitely yeah. and happy to uh happy to pray for you man that was the thing that i that i definitely got to give it up to grandma for the most was like always praying no matter what every day for mm-hmm. for all of us and it made me feel that was part of that was part of i think like my youth like feeling kind of like it was weird and I don't know if this is like crazy to say, but to like feeling like invincible, like man, ain't shit gonna happen because yo, my grandma's praying. No, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ain't, you know, ain't nothing gonna happen. Like you know, grandma's praying. Ain't nothing gonna happen, bro. You can't mess with me. Why my grandma prays for me, bro? Like you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing I can't, I can't get through. Nothing I can't handle. Why? Because my grandma's praying, bro. So you know, I know, I know she's got my back, and I know God's got hers. So what's up? <laughs> what you got, bro? What you got for me? Um, so yeah, that kind of leads me to my, to my grandma, man. Um, well, of course we share that grandma. Um, you call her grandma and you call her mom. I call her grandma Charlie. I don't know why it's mm-hmm. just the grandma we called her. Uh, <laughs> but, um, my mom's mom, my grandma, uh, dude, she, <laughs> she's, she's the fire, bro. She's like where I get my fire. I'm pretty sure she's the oldest out of her brothers and sisters. Um, so kind of grew up uh taking care of and growing up being kind of like the authority figure like her whole life <laughs> the, the, one that, <laughs> the only one that could like put her brothers in line <laughs> and uh man i i owe her like such a debt of gratitude i love talking to her uh she's she's the one that that like uh if if grandma if if, if our grandma was the one that was like always praying um she was the one that was just like oh okay pray don't work all right then what's up let's throw these hands then bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and she 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 taught me how to fight which is probably a good thing that like i haven't been in too many <laughs> <laughs> but um but man she's she she's the one that like like of course i got both grandmas on either side we got tortillas coming from both sides which is probably the way i look the way i look and the model is coming from both sides, but um, the one that like keep things real with me, man, that that would that would show me like the the <laughs> the like dancing side of like of parties and like the one to be at the cookout, the one to be at the like quinceanera, the one that would like make sure that like I was doing things like properly um, and the one that would make sure that I was like doing things like kind of like a man should like yo you shouldn't be saying this you shouldn't be doing this um like you should be going out like you know kind of building me up in that way um but then also (laughs) when it comes to the amount of work that I see her do for 
all my little cousins. It's it's crazy. Um, uh, they every day, man, to wake up and to make sure that you know to raise your kids, and then now to do everything in your power to make sure that there is another generation that's taken care of, and to do it day in and day out. Make sure kids are getting to school. Make sure kids are getting fed. Make sure kids are getting to practice. Make sure kids are getting picked up. Make sure kids get to spend time with their friends. Make sure kids get to have like nice things on like Christmas and everything like that. Uh, to 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 do that for your own, and then to turn around to do that for day in and day out for your grandkids is is something that that I I respect. <laughs> it's not something that I could say that I would do. It's not something that I could say that I would like, like, even if you paid me, I don't know if I'd be able to like commit to it as, as much as she has. So to do that all the time and to be the strength and the kind of backbone of our family um, is, is awesome. Uh, it's not, it's, it's not sad to me. I think it's funny. Um, and I probably shouldn't, I should take it a little bit more serious, but she's, uh, is getting up there. So she's starting to kind of like forget things. <laughs> and to me, it cracks me up. Like, I just think it, I think it's like adorable, you know? Um, she's like, she get mad at me. She get mad at me and only me, only me. She get mad at me. Cause she says, I never say goodbye to her. Like I never say goodbye to her. And my like, grandma I say goodbye to you three times, but I'm not about to say that. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'll just play the part. Like, all right, grandma, you're right. I didn't say goodbye to you. Like, I'm gonna come back right now. I'll come back and say goodbye. All right, okay, 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 okay. And then, like, or um, she'll call my mom, just be like, and tell my mom, like, yo, like he, he was here yesterday, but he didn't say goodbye to me. Like, I don't know, I made him food, I made him this, and he didn't even say goodbye. Like, what's the matter with him? And uh, my mom will tell me that, like, all right, like, all right, sorry, grandma, I'm gonna go over there right now. I'll go over there right now, you know. Um, yeah. but the one that called people out on their shit. <laughs> on, on not sorry not call people out on their shit call people out on their chit uh <laughs> <laughs> one that's always hounding me to make sure i learn spanish um the one that's always like clowning me on game like dude what are you wearing like why do you wear that like wear something nice um you know and the best i can do for it put her in some kicks man make her look fresh and clean and um yeah i love her man i love her for everything she does the one that leaves still leaves her fingerprints on my tortillas man um, we'll never forget that. We'll never forget that ever, man. Uh, never forget that. So yeah, thank you, Grandma, for sure. Dude, I was thinking it's just like I don't know, it's because I haven't really been around it. I mean, obviously being moved out of the house and everything, just like the amount of responsibility that our family and even all these women have had to be able to take care of as many kids and like get their priorities done and make sure that, you know, we're all good and including themselves. I'm, I know they're when they're trying to take care of their family, they're not thinking of themselves. They're thinking of the younger kids first or how to keep up this house first or, you know, how to make sure lights don't turn off. Like, yeah, just making sure everything's good around for us. And it's just like, it's just crazy. That's just like growing up, I just knew that's like, now it's just, that's what a mother does. That's what women do. Like that's their job. And I know I haven't been around it too much and like just because I'm trying I'm trying to take care of myself you know like I'm barely making it but I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine just 
little kids running around and I have to go take care of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I got to make sure this guy's clothed and, and, and he's got to eat. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you know. Like shout out to all the what do you mean he can't take care of himself? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man, yeah. Um, yeah, so shout out, man. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. International Women's Month. I think this is where we should call it. Um, and I mean, unless you got something else you want to throw out there, but I feel like this is a pretty good stopping point. Yeah, I just, I do kind of just want to mention, like, my sisters I've looked up to, even though they're younger than I am, it's just, like, they've kind of been in positions like me, and I just wish we were a little closer growing, which we were a little bit, but I'm, like, I'm also with friends and stuff, but, I mean, they've grown up to be fantastic women, doing the same thing my mom has been doing, which is, like, taking care of themselves, working multiple jobs, and that's got to be hard in itself, you know, like, they're just on the work grind like my mom was and that's where they got it from but mm-hmm. you know it, it, it breaks my heart that we didn't share as much time when we were younger because nowadays it's just like it's so hard to get it's so hard to get with each other because we're working so much you mm-hmm. know and and we kind of like we're not avoiding this but um instead of giving ourselves christmas presents we uh we make sure we take one family trip one three day family trip at least in the year because I'll go down and it's just me and my mom or my sister Nikki my sister Marky and Nikki will go down like there's never a time where it's just all four of us mm-hmm. and I want to make sure that there's a time that it's all four of us and we go and do something that we've just never done before you know yeah and so I, I just I'm, I'm so proud that they you know people can get lost with like a one parent home and we've just grown up with so many so much support from everybody like you don't you don't realize it like how i've been saying the whole time you don't realize it growing up but now it's like i'm very very thankful for the position i'm in now i get i could have been way off and could have been very well locked up or for whatever reason you know mm-hmm. but i always try to keep these women in mind and i'm, I'm thankful for being who I am today, I guess. <laughs> for real. Yeah. For real, man. Thankful for that. Uh, I guess I had a couple honorable mentions to throw out there. My cousin Sarah, shoot. Thank you for being the first girl to whoop my ass to. <laughs> <laughs> so I realized, like, damn, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. She's a girl. She can still fuck me up. <laughs> um yeah and you know always being down to kind of let me like play and always like being down to kind of show me um show me the ropes when it comes to like cool shit like this is what cool people do like this is what's cool <laughs> listen to this like you know this is what's cool this is what you should be doing that kind of stuff um shoot shout out to my little cousin candace for being like the first baby like the first little girl man to kind of come into the world when I was shoot eighth grade and her mom was like 10th, <laughs> 11th oh, shoot. grade. Yeah, yeah. And now it's kind of like this team thing. Like we got to take care of this little person and um, shoot, just kind of watching her grow up, watching her uh, become like a strong, like independent woman uh, going through like college and, and the grind of everything watching like how strong she's become how how <laughs> how opinionated she's become 
how motivated she's become and and how much power she's she's starting to find in herself it's it's awesome to see it's it's awesome to to I don't know. It's crazy to see somebody grow like that. Like, you know, it's always going to be like the little kid to me. She's always going to be that little like snot nosed brat walking around with a dirty diaper. But now kind of seeing like everything that she's accomplishing and um, the way that she's able to keep things together and take care of her brothers and sisters, um, being the oldest again is is just kind of um, something that's admirable, something that I, I definitely look up to her for because Yo, like it was just me and my sister. And if I had like four others that I had to take care of, I'd be like, yo, I think I'm moving out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, shout out to them for show. Um yeah, man. Uh it's it's a man's world, but it wouldn't be nothing without a woman, right? And we would be nothing without the women in our lives. So from the bottom of my heart, um, and I can I can speak for both of us. I'm sure from the bottom of both our hearts. You know, thank y'all for everything, and uh, thank y'all for for making us who we are. Thank you for us for being there, the good, the bad, and for accepting us and busting our heads, yelling at us, disciplining us, loving us, forgiving us, teaching us, hugging us, um, all the above, man, advising us. Uh, everything so thank you thank you thank you thank you yeah that's what we're ended that's what we're ended give somebody a call shit <laughs> at this point <laughs> i'm sure there's somebody some woman in your life man that you uh you definitely need to get a call we ain't got wives yet uh, maybe one day but who knows but you know shout out to wives shout out to mothers shout out to daughters girlfriends teachers uh all the women man around that are making this place uh making the world a better place. Um, shout out y'all. Thank you. Peace. Peace.